Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everybody, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, I am joined by podcast contributor Heather and we are reviewing Mind to Love by Kennedy L. Mitchell. Welcome back to the podcast, Heather. Hey Leah, thanks for having me. Okay, (laughs) excuse me. Do you want to go ahead and read the synopsis from Goodreads? I do. (laughs) When a decade-old one-night stand converges with a current high-profile case, can the three of them work through their differences to stop her from being the serial killer's next victim? Running from a top from a secret past and now a deranged killer, Remington Dotson and her nine-year-old son need protection to survive. Except the two men who want to keep her safe are the same ones who gave her a single night of pleasure and then disappeared. Heartbroken by them before, can Remington trust Talon and Jameson with her life while protecting her heart and keeping the biggest secret of all, that Talon's the father? Chasing a killer leads FBI agent Talon Harper straight to the woman who, despite all the time that's passed, he's never forgotten. Now she needs his protection, but fights him at every turn, keeping secrets that he's determined to uncover. Good thing he remembers exactly how to entice Remington to obey his commands. After several attempts by the killer to take who he sees as his, Talon struggles with his growing need for Remington and keeping her safe. Tight quarters, late nights, and smoldering memories of their time together become too much to stop the inevitable. But when secrets are revealed and trust is broken, can Talon forgive Remington? Or will that trust trust make them all susceptible to the serial killer's lethal plans? Mind to Love is a standalone romantic thriller, thriller, the sixth book in an interconnected protection series. This book does contain MFM scenes and ends with an HEA, no cheating. Each book in the series can be read as a standalone, but due to character crossover in the series, it's best to read in order. Please note, this does this book does contain several triggers, stalking, murder, mention of past abuse, and more, the de- uh, and detailed mature content. This book is recommended for readers 18 and above. Okay, so this book was released June 27th of 2022. The tropes are Second Chance, One Night Stand, Heroin and Danger, Damaged Hero, Alpha Hero, Hidden Identity, and Secret Baby. So it's a lot, but like mm-hmm. when you're reading it, it doesn't seem that much. And a lot of like the damage and like his personality go hand in hand. So like we just kind of wanted to separate those. But um, this is book six in the protection series and they are a series of standalones. Yes, there are characters that overlap. Honestly, Kennedy says in the blurb that you should read them in order, but you totally do not have to because you don't lose any nuances in Mm -hmm. the books because they are singular subjects. And the put out percentage is 65%. So it is a slow burn, which you're not really expecting, but it's not like there's no action on the page, but the storyline itself kind of plays. Yeah, so um, I I see my note here. So it says, so let me start by saying the full on pop is 65%, but there are a couple of really stupid, sexy scenes between Remington and Talon prior to this one. And also that involved Jameson, who is the best friend. So Mm -hmm. just putting that out there. Okay, so let's talk about 
Remington just a little bit. So Remington is kind of running from her past. Mm -hmm. Um, she is, she was introduced lightly in the previous book, but again, you don't have to read it. You just get an, like a nuance of like where her mind is a little bit better if you do read that previous book. So she has met Charlie. She's friends with Charlie and Ryan from the previous book. Yeah, and Charlie asks her to kind of step in and do something because he trusts Remington. Um, mm -hmm. And it's very clear, like Remington works, um, she's in tech and she works in this like company and um, she's like real buttoned up. She wears like, she she's funky in herself. She has like tattoos and all of that. Mm -hmm. But then when she goes to work, she's like buttoned up and she's like just your average suburban mom. Yeah, but, she has like this work persona that she like shows to the world and then right. she's a little bit edgier like in her real life. And she definitely wants to keep her past in the past. She doesn't really want anyone to know who she is and mm -hmm. she works really hard to like not have entanglements with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and but the thing with Remington is like, she's running from this past but at the same time like she doesn't have to really work really hard at, mm -mm. at hiding it but so she but I really liked her character like she's confident like yes she has had struggles and yes like she's a single mom but like I I'm I love the fact that it wasn't like this like she was living paycheck to paycheck and struggling every single day. Like she had normal, like mom struggles. Like she had right. normal, like work struggles, but it wasn't like she was working and struggling to survive. Like her and her son, like they lived comfortably. Like they were comfortable. Yeah. She's, I would say a pretty typical suburban mom. I mean, she, like mm -hmm. you said, she lives a very comfortable life her son goes to private school mm -hmm. she works really hard to provide for her son and um she's kind of doing it all on her own yeah and she's not like mad about it she mm -hmm. she sort of likes where her life like you know what I mean she loves her son she doesn't love her job but she loves that her job provides her what she's able to provide mm -hmm. her son well and I think part of the fact that like she's been on her own for a long time so like she is content on her own because that is the nature that her life like the direction her life took and she is more comfortable like in her own personal bubble without really letting a lot of people in so and I think that's part of it is she she doesn't let people get real close to her because like of her past and because of things that have like happened in like recent months that she, she kind of, she keeps her circle like extremely small on purpose, but she doesn't feel unfulfilled with that. Right. And she really just trusts Charlie. I mean, like mm -hmm. she trusts Charlie and then by association, right. Yeah. So let's talk about Talon. So hot damn. You sweet, sweet, broken man. He's real broken. He is. And like, and when you hear his backstory and you hear, like you understand why he's broken, like you can, you feel for him because a lot of Talon's hangups are all based on the fact that 
his sister was taken and held hostage by a serial killer and he feels so much guilt and a fault that she was taken and she gets very frustrated with him because she's like it is not your fault like what you like were doing like you were having a life like who's to say it wouldn't have happened a different day like and i really i like that factor in the fact that she doesn't blame him for any of it like she has never blamed him like in all of the years like that they since it has happened like she has never once said talon this is your fault like she has always said this is not your fault and he he has a hard time with that but his world pretty much imploded the that day yeah and i think too he um he did not have a great childhood and so he mm -hmm. really took that like was sort of forced into the role of protector of his sister mm -hmm. and then just kind of just took it to the next level and then mm -hmm. really i wouldn't i would say like his world's i don't want to say stopped but he really stopped living to enjoy his life he just he has a mission to find the serial killer that took his sister but also then kind of catch the bad guys and he doesn't mm -hmm. well, he doesn't enjoy life that's the thing like his world like like yes he lived his life yes he did his job he was good at his job but like aside from that like he didn't really live like he mm -hmm. like in jameson who is his was his best friend who was there the night that everything happened like he pushed him out like because when they see Remington for the first time. This is the first time he and Jameson have been together for a really long time also because he holds all that blame, but I think he holds like Jameson accountable for some of that too, because I mean, they were having a threesome with Remington the night that his sister got taken. And yes, that's a, that's a little bit of a spoiler, but it's okay because they've talked a little bit about it. Right, but and I so think right he, away they kind of, mention i mean she talks about the fact that she sort of went looking for mm -hmm. something um i can't remember how she put it but she was looking for something kind yeah. of outside of the box and then she ran into <clears throat> these two mm -hmm. and by all three accounts i mean like talon was like this was like amazing like night i can't stop thinking about remington mm -hmm. and remington for obvious reasons cannot stop thinking about talent i mean jameson too but he's sort of but he was like a non-factor he's just there it was like he was just this addition to their fun night but remington and talent really had this connection that overrode everything that happened and when you hear about like the next morning and what happens and how things happen like you just you feel so bad for both of them because had things played out differently or if they had just one more hour or even 15 more minutes like both of their lives could be vastly different than the way they worked out mm -hmm. but let's talk about jameson a little bit too because while he does not factor into the happily ever after he is a big part of the story so he is around because he is a detective in working this case with Talon. And so uh -huh. he finds out 
and I'm going to spoil a little bit here. So he finds out right away that Remy's son is Talon's because he sees a picture and he looks exactly like him, but she hides it. Like she takes all of the pictures down. And so that he, so Talon can't see them because she wants to keep that from him. Like she, you are frustrated with her, but then you understand her motivation at the mm-hmm. same time. And it's one of those things you have to read it to fully grasp like what she is thinking in that moment. I think as a mom, I related to her because I can't even imagine like you like thinking that someone is going to come and try and take your child from you. Mm-hmm. Like it would be though it's the worst thing that could ever happen to a mom because mm-hmm. she has raised this child and she's loved and it's, it's her world he is yeah. her world so to back up how they ended it's like a little bit of a forced proximity because mm-hmm. jameson and talon need to keep remington safe and they really yes. don't have a secure location so they go to her house so they move into her house, her house. And, and so so that's how jameson <clears throat> that's how the picture of her Mm -hmm, because Jameson goes in to like check the house because he has to clear the house but one thing is like the the son who I for the life of me cannot think of his name for some reason um he is nine but he is not there because he has went to Texas with Charlie and Ryan from the previous book because like they don't want him in the same state as her they want him away from her so they have moved him and charlie and ryan are going to like watch him and protect him and so they keep that separation so that way like they're not all in one place yeah so i love jameson he is like a quiet force almost Mm -hmm. i feel like he is very quiet but that man notices everything he is Mm -hmm. a very detailed oriented person he has a lot more going on in his head than he shares. Oh, um, yeah. And he's perfected the art where everyone thinks that he's open, but he really keeps it close to the vest. Like mm-hmm. he almost just gives you just enough. He gives you like that little sliver, like the mm-hmm. sliver that you want, but he doesn't give you anything more than what you're, what is necessary for you to know. And he like turns it right back around on you very quickly. Mm-hmm. It's like this oh, art. Yeah. So people, I would say, even though he and Talon were very close, they probably have a, a little bit more of a deeper thing. But I think all the people that think they're really close to Jameson, it's really a surface level thing. Mm-hmm. He only shows so much. Um, and it's very funny because you and I were both 100% sure that Jameson's book was going to be the next one. And then mm-hmm. we did Happy Hour with Ken, uh, Kennedy. She's amazing, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were I'm like, it's his book, right? And she's like, mm. I was like, what? <laughs> so I know I really need his book, though. I know. But she she didn't really say yes or no to the fact that no she did say yes he is getting a book at at some point but she really did not give us any more information that right she did say he is getting a book but wasn't a hundred percent sure on when that book was coming so um yeah I mean 
obviously. Obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, but so let's talk about the how it's male, female, male, and they have mm-hmm. like these moments, but there is only one like core couple. I yeah. thought it was an interesting take on this dynamic because typically when you have the mfm like it's a throuple in the end and i was curious like when i heard that she was writing this like how that was going to go because she hasn't done that before and i hadn't i've read a couple books where they have like moments but they're not really talked about a lot in like the blurb or like right from the get-go which I thought it was an interesting dynamic and a different, like a, an interesting direction to take the book. Yeah. And so you had finished this book before I did and you were like, so mm-hmm. it's not, they aren't, they don't end up together. And I will be honest, I was a little grumpy about that because I mm-hmm. love an MFM. But mm-hmm. in this book, it 1000% makes sense because while Jameson's connected to these two, it's not the same Mm-mm kind of um connection that Alan and Remy have that's the thing like when Jameson's on the page like you get a friendship vibe like you don't Mm -hmm. get anything more than like let's have some fun and like we can be really good friends like when Mm -hmm. Remington and Jameson or when Remington and Talon are on the page like Kennedy Mitchell like the amount of chemistry that she works into her words is intense with these two totally i i you nailed it with jameson he cares about remy and he Mm -hmm. cares very much about talon and he really wants these two together he He knows that they are perfect together Mm -hmm. and he is sort of like i mean i'm happy to be a third because he's almost like a little puppet master in a way because Mm -hmm. there are like moments where he's like nudging remington like to tell talon the truth and like nudging talon to like go to remington and so it's like he's he is all for them being together but he also is all for them being open and honest with each other and i think that's an interesting dynamic with his character arc because again it's like there's this third that they have but he he wants no part of the relationship with them like he wants them to have the happily ever after and I thought that was really intriguing yeah I think it played out just the way it needed to and it worked Mm -hmm. like Jameson deserves like his own person 100% he deserves his own person because Talon and Remy are mm. each other's person. They um, really are. So this, they say it's a secret baby, but um, the, ba- the baby is nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part, like, I was a little, I was really sad for Talon for the fact that he missed nine years of mm-hmm. his kid, of his son's life. But when you find out why... Right. Like, I mean, there was no it, way it wasn't one it. of the, and it wasn't one of those things where like she kept him a secret at first on purpose. Like right. there is valid reasoning. So like you're, and you do get frustrated, like when she doesn't tell him right away, but again, like you understand it, like it makes sense, but the way in which the secret baby like plays out, it's not one of those, like she found out she was pregnant and she, she didn't tell him like there was reasons that he didn't get to find out and there were reasons right. like 
they haven't made a connection before this. And so I thought it was a secret baby done well. I would agree. But it's one of those secret babies where she uses like the fact that like they put him in a different location. So you don't get a lot of interaction with him until farther into the book, which it worked really well with the the way the story plays out because oftentimes in a secret baby like <laughs> I want or even anytime a kid is on, like on page like I want a good balance with the kids and the relationship but with this book the subject matter and the way the storyline rolls if you had that interaction before you got it it wouldn't have made sense and it would have been forced and it would have been clunky and i think too in romantic suspense books it's really difficult to Mm -hmm. have kids involved because of the suspense suspense Mm -hmm. elements and some of the like things that happen you just don't want kids involved in that and so while he you know their son was a big part of it he Mm -hmm. wasn't there physically physically on page yeah they were doing what parents do when they were protecting Mm -hmm. their son Um, okay so did you like this mm -hmm. book uh yes kennedy mitchell is one of those authors who is a always pre-order she Mm -hmm. is always an author that i will always read her how she starts her books always gets me and it's Mm -hmm. so hard to put them down because you're not you it just you jump right in and you're Mm -hmm. like whose perspective is this what am I and it just pulls you in from the get-go yeah it's almost it's almost a little jarring the way she kind of just jumps right into the story but it works really really well and it's one of those things where it's just, it is just her writing style. And so like after the first couple of books, you're like, oh yeah, like from mm-hmm. page like two, like you are in the thick of like the the story. And but she yeah. has so many great details in mm-hmm. the book. And it's not like she put, it, oh, she's There's just, not words just for words sake. Like every word that's on the page makes sense and is needed. Mm-hmm. She's okay. just a really great writer. So who would typically like this book? If you like um, romantic suspense, um, kind of like thrillers, mm-hmm. you would love her books. Yeah. And these ones, they are suspense heavy. Like mm-hmm. they're not, they are not romance light, but they mm-hmm. are suspense heavy because there are some romantic suspense where like the romance is heavy and the suspense is light. And those are a good like segue into romantic suspense, but she mm-hmm. is not suspense light so if you are looking for suspense light then this isn't book for you but if you do like the thriller aspect to a book then this is definitely a really good series for you 100 and so would you recommend this book uh absolutely i mean i think i basically tell everybody mm-hmm. who likes rom- like kind of like thriller thriller romantic suspense mm-hmm. doesn't have a ton of triggers yeah i'm constantly triggers. recommending her books like anytime somebody's asking for romantic suspense like she is one of like the top five that i recommend and a good chunk <clears throat> of her books are in kindle unlimited so mm-hmm. it makes it really easy to give her a try well Mm -hmm. and if you want to try her too like it's the best okay so do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance send us an email at the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com well thank you heather so much for joining me on this quick shot of romance 
Thanks, Leah. And until next time, happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 